Welcome back to the brewing class. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the brewing process. Last couple episodes, we talked about introduction, equipment, and ingredients. Today, we got the brewing process. Shortly, we'll do packaging. So, after you have all your equipment and your ingredients, the first thing you need to do is make sure your malt is milled if you're doing all grain. Milling means you just crack the grain. You usually have two roller, and if you have your own at home, it may cost $100 or so. It's kind of expensive. Most homebrew shops have their own mill, and you can mill it at the homebrew shop or get it pre-milled online. Or if you're doing extract, you get the it's liquid extract or powder extract, and you just put that in the boiling water for one hour. You don't have to make the mash. So it's, it cuts off time, but you don't have as much customization. So let's go into the mash. Uh, you add your crushed malt, as if you have oats or wheat or anything like that, you'll add this at that time as well. And you add that to about 165 degree Fahrenheit water, your strike water it's called. When you add those two together, you'll get a mash and it should be around 150 degrees Fahrenheit. You, at this point, you'll want to, if you start with a reverse osmosis or distilled water, you'll want to add your minerals as well, calcium chloride, gypsum, baking soda, Epsom salt. For Depending on the style of beer, it's going to be different amounts. Stout, IPA, Pilsner, whatever your style is, you, you can use water chemistry reports to figure that out. A little bit more complex, but produces better beer if you ask me. Um, yeah, so you let it sit in the mash for one hour, then you open your valve on the bottom of your mash tun and start collecting your runoff, your wort, it's called your sugar water. But about 15 minutes before you do that, you'll want to heat up your sparge water. Now when you sparge, what that is, is you run hot water over the top of your mash to get the remaining sugars that are left behind from your first runnings. Um, you'll do that until at the end, you'll have about 5.5 gallons of wort that you'll bring in to boil. Now you'll want to boil your wort for about one hour and this is the time when you will be adding your hops. The earlier you add your hops during the boil, the more bitterness you get from your hops. The later you add your hops during the boil, the more aroma you get from the hops. So things like New England IPAs, they have mostly all of their hops at the end of the boil or not in the boil at all. That's honest. Whereas your super bitter things super bitter IPAs. They'll have more hops in the beginning and things like stout, they'll throw some hops in the beginning, but hops are not the primary ingredient when you're brewing stouts. It's the malt. Whereas IPA, it is the hops. So after you boil for one hour or up to 90 minutes, you'll need to cool it down as fast as possible. Most people use a wart chiller or a plate chiller or an ice bath. You also have the no chill method. You just leave it outside overnight, but I wouldn't recommend that. Um, risk for contamination, you'll get much more bitterness from your hops if you use them, if you do the no-chill method as well. So attach all your nozzles on your wort chiller, you put that into your boil for about 15, the last 15 minutes of your boil, so it sanitizes the wort chiller. Um, after those last 15 minutes are done, you'll turn on your uh, water outlet and make sure the runoff of that wort chiller is going into the drain or somewhere where you can collect that water. Um, if you're just using an ice bath, put it in your bathtub or your sink if it fits, or your freezer if you have one or something like that, to cool it down as fast as possible to fermentation temperature, which is about 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, 80, 75 degrees Fahrenheit is when you'll want to pitch your yeast. And you'll want to make sure that your yeast has been sanitized and everything's sanitized at this point. Um, be very cleanly at the end of your brew. Don't get too drunk also. <laughs> 
Um, and yeah, that's pretty much your brew day. After you put your yeast, you'll put it in a room temperature place or a fermentation controlled vessel at about 70 degrees Fahrenheit, and you let it sit for about two weeks. At that point, you'll bottle your beer, and we'll talk about the packaging in the next episode. So if you guys have any questions on that quick run over of the brewing process, always feel free to shoot me an email at brewer at thebrewingclass.com. Once again, my name is Ty Stevenson, your educator here at The Brewing Class. If you guys found any value in that, please like, comment, and subscribe, and share it with any friends that might find this information valuable. Until next time, my friends, peace.